Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. I hope it's not lost on anybody that during the two deadliest school shootings in American history, the same man was in the White House. Uh, more on that coming up. What's up? This is the Catriot Podcast. Uh, we will be talking about that. Uh, we'll talk about something else that happened in, in Texas, which kind of got brushed under the rug, which is just as important. And also, we'll be giving away another $100 gas gift card to some lucky person who signed up at KStoneXL.com to win, well, a $100 gift card. That all happens right after this. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. I'm still processing uh, not only what happened in Texas yesterday, but the White House's reaction to it. And Joe Biden, again, I really think I don't know if there's a I don't know if there's a congressperson or a senator or somebody that can that can do this. But maybe there should be legislation that forbids Joe Biden from speaking publicly, because if he's not if he's not changing policy toward China on a whim or giving permission to Vladimir Putin to invade Ukraine or saying something else stupid uh, he's giving a, a heartless partisan speech after a school shooting that just makes everybody feel worse and makes everybody realize that we've got we've got literally no leadership in this country, um, not surprisingly, or at least the leadership in this country that's supposed to be leading the country is not. And um, and I'll, like I said, I'll, I'll, we're going to if you listen to the show later today, uh, you'll hear us. We'll go through the speech. I don't want to do it right now, but we'll we'll go through the speech a little later on. I really think a, a written statement from Joe Biden is the way to go now forever. If anybody in the White House really cares about the country, if anyone in the White House cares about Joe Biden, if anyone, if the Democrats want to maintain any kind of political holding or political future in this country, then they should probably take away Joe Biden's microphone. If he demands that he be allowed to speak, they should probably strap him to a chair or muzzle him or, you know, put Benadryl in his soup or his, his applesauce and just, you know, make him make him feel drowsy and fall asleep. Because repeatedly, whenever he he stands up in front of a group of people and speaks, he either he makes he exacerbates the situation, and that's something we don't that's something we don't necessarily need. Uh, anyway, the so the the shooting yesterday, you know, we started hearing things immediately. We started hearing about the border patrol agent who went in there, and I heard there was a shootout before with the border patrol agent. Plus, it was in Texas, close to the border, so there was stipulation that it was some kind of illegal immigrant child, but apparently the kid was from North Dakota. Um, and, you know, they're they're digging through. They're trying to figure out exactly what happened, why it happened. I think one thing for certain is that school security is something that should come to the forefront and has been neglected. And, you know, people keep saying that in the 10 years since Sandy Hook, which, by the way, Joe Biden was in the White House for, you know, Joe Biden was vice president. He mentioned it yesterday in his speech. Ten years ago, I was at Sandy Hook and 10 years later, the same problem persists, right? Because we got the same old, inept, ridiculously pointless people ruling the country that we did 10 years ago. 
Um, and he says, you know, the, these problems, blah, blah, blah. The problem is clearly coming from the top. And and any, anyway, so uh, they're, they're looking to see what happened. They're looking to see why it happened. But school security is nowhere near where it needs to be. Um, you know, there have been I've heard tons of times where there's retired veterans who are just sitting at home looking for purpose. Great. Put them in front of the school every day. They can work on shifts. They can protect it. They can thwart these kinds of attacks. You know, we need we've been defunding police all over the country when really what we need to do is fund them. You know, they, they, we talk about we talk about arming teachers that never came to be. That never became a thing. Uh, there's all kinds of ways. When you when you look at what happened with 9-11 after 9-11, they put uh, they put um, what do you call it? the air war? Um, what are they called? They're called air marshals in the air, undercover agents in every not every flight, but on a lot of flights. You didn't know who they were. If you don't remember, if you don't know what I'm talking about, watch Bridesmaids. And there's the very, you know, the very funny scene where. Uh, what's her name? Um, Suki from Gilmore Girls. I forget her name. Melissa McCarthy. Thank you. She uh, she sits next to the guy who, fun fact, is her husband in real life and, and berates him because she she's convinced he's an air marshal, which he turns out to be. Uh, but air marshals on the planes. It's a thing. Pilots, they lock the doors. It's a thing. Uh, I know pilots, some of them, they've even talked about arming them. I think they're I don't know that they ever did, but I think there was talk about it. Um, and, and I think that security is a big issue in this country. And it, and it stems also from the White House. Look at how unsecure our border is. You know, the, having, a, a, having a loosely secured border means you have a loosely secured country. And the same steps that they're not taking to secure our southern border, or our northern border for that matter, are the same lackadaisical steps they have when it comes to protecting our kids. After January 6th, where there was really no nowhere near the kind of threat that we see in our schools on a daily basis. They put up fences and they brought in the National Guard and they made them sleep in in uh, the hallways. And then when they didn't like tripping over them in the hallways, the Democrats moved them to a, um, a parking garage and gave them food with Brillo pads in it and undercooked chicken. And they were like, well, we demand safety. Well, if they cared about the kids, why don't they send the National Guard to the schools? Why don't they send any guards to the schools? There's a lot of schools out there that have public safety officers. There are schools out there where you have a police officer every single day, but not every school is like that. I don't believe this school in Texas was like that. There needs to be some kind of protection. And 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 going after going after, you know, the North Dakota governor, which a lot of people are doing today because this kid was from North Dakota, he turned 18, he legally bought firearms, and then he went to Texas and and he killed all these all these uh, innocent children. The, the North Dakota governor has absolutely nothing to do with it. You know, what, what you need is you need somebody at the school who is going to assess the problem as it's happening, act to take care of it, and you need protection for the kids. You know, there should be a way to lock the doors. There should be a way to keep these kids safe. And in the 10 years since Joe Biden was at Sandy Hook, um, he's done nothing. He's done nothing of the sort. So and that's going to be the issue. It's going to be a gun control issue, but it should be a safety issue as well. It won't be, but it should be. The second thing that happened in Texas yesterday was just as bad, um, but nobody seemed to bring it up, or at least after the school shooting, it, it got kind of swept under the rug. And that was this uh, attempted assassination or this assassination attempt of the uh, former president, George W. Bush, because jo George W. Bush, who lives in Texas, there was a plot by ISIS to kill him and they were going to bring assassins in. Get, guess where? Uh, the southern border. Apparently, the plot was thwarted because they were following this guy's face. But there was a guy in Columbus. There's an ISIS guy in Columbus. 
And this ISIS guy in Columbus is contacting ISIS guys in Iraq or wherever. And they're using WhatsApp and they're using Facebook. They're basically Mark Zuckerberg is um, Mark Zuckerberg is basically <laughs> allowing all of this to happen on his platforms. And so the the uh, the guy gets caught because he's at the president's home. He's taking pictures. He's at the George W. Bush Institute taking photos and he starts texting plans for these four guys, these ISIS soldiers or these ISIS killers to come to Mexico on Mexican visitor visas. And then they were going to work with a smuggler to smuggle them into Texas, get them to Dallas. And then they were going to then they were going to take out the uh, the former president. They were going to kill him. And the the problem here is that, number one, you've got ISIS in Columbus, Ohio uh, and probably elsewhere around the country. That's number one. Number two, the other issue is that they were planning to come through the Mexican border because they felt that was the easiest way to get ISIS killers into the country to kill a former president of the United States. They believed that, hey, if you need to smuggle uh, terrorist assassins into this country, the best way to do it is through Mexico. And why would they believe that? Because they're right. The best way to do it is through Mexico. When Donald Trump said that bad people come through our border, he w it wasn't just a catchy campaign slogan. He wasn't just trying to fear monger. He was trying to tell you exactly what's happening. Rapists, drug addicts, human traffickers, killers, murderers, and now ISIS terrorists hellbent on, on taking out former presidents were using the southern border and the lackluster security, really the lack of security, really there's no security there, uh, to, to smuggle in, you know, these, these four guys. And if they thought, listen, if they thought they could smuggle in four guys, they definitely thought they could smuggle in more guys. And the more guys that come in here from Iraq and Iran and Afghanistan and Saudi Arabia who are, who are ISIS, uh, you know, fanatics, the worse it is for you and me and everyone else. You think it's unsafe at schools? Wait, you wait until you see just how many criminals and crooks and and drug addicts and and terrorists have been coming through the border or can still come through the border before Joe Biden does anything about it. And unfortunately, that's going to get lost in the conversation, but it shouldn't because the border is not just uh, the line of demarcation between two countries. The border is a security. Uh, threat right now. The border is one of the places where, I mean, if you think about it, it is, it is just porous. And the fact that we share a border with a country like Mexico, which will allow pretty much anybody to come in. I mean, you, Mexico, they are not at all. They don't care. They know people aren't coming to Mexico to come to Mexico. If ISIS terrorists get Mexican visitor visas to go to Mexico, they don't care because they know they're not staying there. They know that those ISIS terrorists are just going to make their way north and head into the United States. So it's not their problem. It's not their concern. They just don't care. They're not our ally. They're not our allies. They are not friends of ours. Sure, they claim to be. Yes, we share a border. Yes, we have a trade agreement. Yes, we buy their avocados and their tequila. But when it comes down to it, they're, they don't have our best interests at heart. If they did, they wouldn't allow ISIS terrorists into our country. They would secure their border. And they wouldn't let these drug cartels run rampant through their cities. They would they would buckle down on their southern border so that we didn't have to worry. A lot of what happens is that the Mexican southern border is wide open, just like our southern border is. So everyone coming up from El Salvador and Nicaragua and Panama and, and South America, they can just waltz right through Mexico. And once they're in Mexico, the Mexican government's like, we don't want them. We don't want to help them. Let's put it. Let's get them north. Just let them go north. They're going to end up in they're going to end up in Utah. Well, they just, they just want to go to New York City. Let's help them out. Uh, and that's one way 
That's one way that they do it. Instead of keeping their southern border secure, they just help them get to our southern border so that they're no longer an issue or a threat. So something that we need to, you know, two things we need to look at, school security and border security. Um, I think both of them, unfortunately, are going to be ignored until we get some real, real America first conservatives back in office. And unfortunately, that's still going to be a while. Uh, all right. We'll uh, we'll have more on this of the Mark on the Mark K show. Like I said, you can listen at noon Eastern, 11 central today and every day, which we hope you do. But first, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to award another $100 gift card to another Catriot, another K-Stone XL um, person who wants low gas prices. Anyway, uh, you know what? I'll just I'll just give out the name. Here is today's name. If this is your name, you have 24 hours to email us support at Catriots.com is the uh, is the address support at Catriots.com. And today's winner is. William May, William May, William May, you may email us right now, support at Catriots.com to get your $100 gas gift card from the Keystone XL pipeline. William May. And William, if you don't uh, email us within 24 hours, I'm sorry, buddy, but you're out. If anyone else wants to win, there's a couple more days left. We're going through the end of May. And uh, all you have to do, all you have to do is go to KeystoneXL.com and fill out the form and then listen to the Catriot podcast every single day, Monday through Friday.